Welcome or welcome back to Pre-Arb Excellence, a Rootspace Chicago Cubs podcast with an eye on player development. And it is Sunday morning. And the Cubs have Sunday morning, 3.23 in the morning. And the Cubs have already made a roster move today, or at least a half of a roster move. Um, Trevor McGill has been sent back to Iowa with another move likely pending, um, especially since the bullpen got kind of run through and incinerated on Saturday. So the possibility of calling up a live arm makes sense. Um, Manny Rodriguez probably doesn't make sense because he was used quite well he was used on Saturday Saturday night um so yeah somebody will get called up I'm not sure who uh but yeah we'll find out um the pipeline was a bit top heavy I I had started the podcast and then I realized I knew nothing about the Iowa game I knew nothing about the Iowa game. Um, I hadn't listened to it very much. Once I looked at the box score, I remembered that I had known some things, but I had totally forgotten them. Um, It's actually quite important for me to listen to each of the games to an extent. When I overly focus on any one game, and ignore another game, then I'm not going to know what happened in the games that I ignore. And on Saturday night, Alex Cohen was off on assignment. I'm not sure what he had been assigned to, but uh, he will be back on Sunday. So the the person who is filling in for Alex Cohen does a nice enough job, but I spent most of my night early listening to the Myrtle Beach game popped in a little tiny bit on South Bend, checked out the back end of the Iowa game, and then Tennessee had been rained on early, so their game ran latest, so I listened to quite a bit of them toward the end. So I got a nice nice swath of most everything. Um, Adrian Sampson started for Iowa. Four and two-thirds innings, gave up three runs. Actually, he's been a lot better than that recently. But um, Adrian Sampson might end up getting up a call-up at some point, but that would require a whole lot more trades than I've heard coming through as of now. I just really don't understand the concept of the Cubs. Yeah, I know they want to wait until the the deadline, the 30th, to get the most return, which is totally counterintuitive. But they're not going to be able to trade nine guys in one day. And they really ought to be trading everybody that shouldn't be sticking around. And the guys that are lapsing contracts ought to be being traded. And Andrew Chafin and others... um, they have value as long as they have value. And if they keep, you know, they have to keep getting used because teams only have 26 player rosters. So et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Um, 
I don't know. It just doesn't seem to make sense to have a number of players who, well, last two months, they're going to play out the string and draw nothing in return. I don't know. But back to Adrian Sampson. Uh, the I-Cubs were trailing 5-2 to two in the 8th. And Alfonso Rivas, who had one hit and four walks, is going to be a um, silent, very silent contributor in the pipeline tonight. Well, I really can't argue with drawing four walks and getting a hit. And uh, he started the rally in the eighth. Couple uh, Frank Schwindel, who had. Four runs batted in and two hits uh, kept the rally going. And Nick Martini homered to tie the game in the eighth. Uh, in the eighth, ninth, and tenth, Manny Rodriguez and Ben Leeper pitched scoreless ball. Leeper wasn't his normal self, in the uh, especially in the tenth. But he, you know, obviously the spotted runner. He can't argue with, but he had a walk and um, he just wasn't as good as he usually was. But he ended up getting the win. Iowa ended up winning nine to five. Um, Taylor Gushu homered, um, Martini homered, Schwindel had four RBIs, Andrew Romine had two hits. Uh, yeah, it, it was a nice team contribution, sort of a game for the I Cubs. Um, not really a whole lot of for the future kind of stuff in that game. Um, again, Manny Ramirez did pitch, so I doubt he'll be the guy getting called up to Chicago. I haven't checked the Arizona Phil list to see who would be eligible, who would be likely to get called up. I'm going to sit and wait and watch. And I, I'll let, uh, I'm not going to artificially manufacture this uh, roster move like I do some. Um, Tennessee led five to nothing. Well, the story in the Tennessee game, Dakota Chalmers had a really nice outing. Five complete, one hit, no runs. I think it was three walks, four strikeouts, something along those lines. Um, Dakota Chalmers is looking like he might deserve a 40-man roster spot this offseason. There was always that possibility. And that was the hope. That was why it was claimed on waivers, because there was the hope that if things go as hoped, he should be added. And needless to say, there will be some players one way or another who are going to be leaving and will not be taking up a roster spot during the entire long off season. And adding Dakota Chalmers will help. Uh, again, Chalmers went five. Um, Brennan Davis homered in the third. He had... Two walks. He and Ed Howard were both drawing 3-2 counts tonight. 
Um, good to see. Good to see. Um, even if there's a case where it's a pitcher gets called out on strikes, at least they're working counts. They're not swinging at the first pitch. They're not trying for immediate contact. They're getting the long game. They're grasping the importance of seeing a lot of pitches. Um, Davis has been a bit up and down um, beyond the home runs. You know, the home runs are fantastic. The home runs are amazing. But he's been a bit up and down. Drawing two walks. Good thing tonight. Um, Tennessee had two big, 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 big innings late. And then Ethan Roberts, who's been bulletproof for Tennessee, ended up giving up eh, two runs in the ninth. Uh, something like eight to three final Tennessee. Nice, comfortable, cushy victory. Um, and the Rocket Pandas have been a very good hitting squad this year. So for Dakota Chalmers, uh, Excuse me, Dakota Chalmers to pitch well. Brendan Davis to Homer, draw two walks. Um and with with the two innings late, it was chipping in. There there was just chipping in. Uh Nelson Maldonado had another game. He's continuing to hit. So yeah, top heavy night in the pipeline. Very top heavy. Iowa and Tennessee had really good nights. As for South Bend, Max Bain pitched fantastically well. Uh, with him, I'm more in. How long did he pitch? How many how many pitches did he make? Because I I'm really not getting a whole lot bent on uh, how is his off speed how are his off speed pitches looking? What's his ERA? What are his walks per nine? To me, that's inconsequential. Max Bain is a live arm. He's a live arm. It's about doing things that will have him as good as he can be in 2023. Whatever as good as he can be in 2023 is, that's what I'm interested in. And Max Bain pitched, I think it was... One to nothing into. I, I I don't specifically remember, but he he pitched well. Uh, pitched into the fifth or sixth, and South Bend led. Yeah, South Bend led two to nothing, and then the bullpen happened. I'm not worried about it. The bullpen happened. There are bullpen events in minor league ball. And not every specific pitcher is going to advance to double-A stardom. And that's how it works. You're not going to... Uh, each guy that gets summoned out of the bullpen is not going to be in a mad sprint like Ben Leeper has been to the upper minor leagues. Um, Jonathan Perlaza had a late home run to cut it to, I think it was 8-4. to four. Um, again, per perfectly fine. Uh, Bryce Ball, who I usually focus in on, he kept making outs to end innings. 
So I didn't really have a chance to get around to uh, listening to him have at bats. He was uh, swinging early more tonight than usual. Um, again, I don't know. I wasn't watching. I wasn't listening. I don't know. But he was tending toward quicker at bats than usually is the case with him. Myrtle Beach, it was Thursday night. And DJ Hers pitched four and two-thirds innings. Gave up a run, struck out seven, 79 pitch outing, nothing to complain about. Myrtle Beach led early. Uh, it was a really nice game. You know, um, tied it two. Myrtle Beach pushed it to four to two. Then all of a sudden, somehow in the Eighth inning or ninth inning, it end up ended up getting to like nine to four. Um, Charleston, they're a really good team. I, I, I don't even worry about it. Um, DJ Hers pitched well against the best team in the league. I, th there's not a whole lot more that needs to be said than that. Uh, things are developing fairly well. Not everything is ideal. And boy, I wish there had been a couple more trades already by now, but there haven't been. Um, roster move coming before uh, today's game starts. And I have heard nothing, 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 nothing along the lines of a trade being likely. Uh, it really does sound like Teams are <laughs> the Phillies. I saw a headline today where Phillies general manager were going to be very aggressive this year. Okay. I was looking at your box score tonight. You were losing 13 to 1. All of the relief pitchers that you ought to be being uh, interested in obtaining. Those would have come in rather handy tonight. I don't know. Then you see the other angle of things, which is fans of a team saying, we should go out and trade for this guy and this guy and this guy. Like, oh, okay. Who are you going to trade to get those guys? It's People are amusing. People are amusing. Um, what, what, what executives say and what executives do are two entirely different things that may or may not ever have anything in common. Um, Cubs close it out against Arizona, then have a series against Cincinnati. Uh, don't look for Nick Castellanos to be playing. He has a wrist injury and will be out of action. Um, Microfracture, I think. So... Uh, I don't want to talk about that angle of things. Um, but yeah, it's the, the Cubs are sitting, I don't know, what, 12th in the draft for 2022 right now. And they haven't made any trades since Jack Peterson. The Bears are making a trade overnight. The Blackhawks made a trade last night, uh, Friday night. Um, the Cubs have so many players who should be being traded. So many players who should be being traded. 
and as they wait until the last possible minute, they're not going to be able to trade nine guys in a day. They're just not going to be able to. Um, and there, there's absolutely no reason for the Cubs to keep a Ryan Tapera or a Andrew Chafin or, frankly, a Craig Kimbrell. There, there's no reason for them to keep the keep the talent around having hey this guy's going to be really good for us for the last two months is not a draw it's not a draw you're trying to reload talent you're trying to add players trying to add a 40 or a 40 plus um bring in talent make the trades move the players around and when the players get moved around wish them success because that's uh that's what it's all about. Um Cubs lose, Iowa wins, Tennessee wins, South Bend loses, Myrtle Beach loses, but as with most nights, don't be fooled by the wins or the losses. There was good in every pipeline game. Um arguably less so with Iowa, who won. But Alfonso Rivas drew four walks, so there's that. Uh, have a nice Sunday. Be safe, be nice to people, and enjoy the rest of your weekend.